Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. My name is Cooper, and I'm here with your man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yes, sir, man. We are back with another album review. Yes, sir. Um, if you guys haven't checked out that last episode that we put out, it was the uh, the collab episode with um, Julian. Man, Julian. Yes, sir. From their podcast, which the, is... The Beautiful Train Wreck. Beautiful Train Wreck. So, you know, check theirs out also if you haven't already, but definitely check our episode out. Um, it was the... Um, the hip hop and R and B collab episode. Yes, sir. There's a lot of songs that we brought up that um I think were, were some really good shit, and I've actually gone back and listened to a number yeah, of those yeah. songs since we've no, done that podcast. Honestly, like just doing that shit, I, I love to just just because, like you said, it, it triggered me to just like be like, oh damn, I forgot all about that drink. Exactly. Man, all the way home. That goddamn one call away. I listened to that goddamn <laughs> shit, and the, what was that shit with Bow Wow? Um. Uh, what was the joke? Yes, hold you. I was like, I can't believe I forgot about this song, and I I slammed didn't like that song back in the day. But I'm like, all right, let me hold you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know. That joke just has a little a little ring to it. Though. It I does. Know. I don't know, dog. But nah, but uh, definitely, you know, check that joint out if you haven't already. Yep. And you know, we appreciate it if you already have. So, yes, sir. Definitely. Yes, sir. This week we're gonna hit y'all with uh, DJ Khaled. Uh, we the best, which yes. is uh, was released in June of 2007. Yes, sir. So we taking y'all back a few years, and this was back during a couple of people's hot run. Um, yeah, <clears throat> we were discussing. Uh, it was back during Lil Wayne's hot run when he was considering himself the best lap rapper alive. Mm-hmm. It was uh, during um, what do you got? Rick Ross's opening run when for for his first couple of albums. Um, there's a lot of people on this album. There's some new people. There's some older people on here. Or there's a couple of remixes, or there's a remix on here of uh, the the ra- the big radio hit track that we'll get into. But um, but like actually, this this album was pretty consistent, and um, this is something that I've listened to for a while now. I knew about it when it first came out, right. and I really did like this album. I've never really been much of a DJ Khaled fan, but I thought this album was really consistent, especially for a. Um, what do you want to put a collaborative album with a lot of people on it? There's going to be a lot of cameos on it. So um, I just thought it'd be something good to go over because it had some good songs on it, both known and unknown. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I agree. Like, you know, you know, look, just looking through the track list, you know, the first actual song on here is, is possibly one of the biggest, his, his biggest singles. Exactly. So, Period. So and it was. And, 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 you know, to add to what you were saying, like you said, even to add to those songs, uh, or to that song There's a bunch of other songs That are good songs But just weren't as big as Exactly you know? Exactly So I guess we'll go ahead And slide right into it uh, With number one Which was the intro track We the best Now it definitely starts Just sounding like A beginning of an intro Because DJ Khaled Is just on there Doing his normal Screaming hollering thing yeah. Talking about We the best Yeah um, And then the beat drops And the beat is vicious as fuck First of all Like I'm mm-hmm. not even gonna lie It's a great opening beat To hit yeah, an album is. with It is And Rick Ross Jumps on that joint yeah. Out of nowhere Now back then I didn't like Rick Ross Like I'm not even gonna lie Like until his second album Came out I really was not Messing with Rick Ross at all Yeah 
Um, but then this album let me listen to that, so that I'd be like, all right, let me go ahead and check out his second album to see if I like it better than his first. And then I did, so you know, right? Mad respect. But um, he's had a lot of progression in his in his career. He man. really has. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm happy with what I've heard from Rick Ross. Like the only thing that I get sometimes is he gets a little dull with his with his with how he puts out his rags, like how his yeah. stanzas are and everything. But like he's pretty dope with yeah, what he nah, does. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I will say that yeah, the beat is dope. Ross is really good lyrically on this joint. Like changing up his flow. Yeah. Interestingly, I think it's a really good opening track for an album. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, it, you know, even though this is kind of just like a skip but even whatever uh dj Khaled said like it it, it kind of like one thing i realized while listening to his album including the song is i realized what Khaled does like you know what he actually does because oh I, you realize what it was okay let me know well please <laughs> i know it's gonna sound kind of like like i'm just kind of like talking nonsense right but I, I feel like he kind of like sets the vibe for the song. Like he kind of has like the idea of whatever he wants the song to be about. Okay. And he kind of like starts talking and, and hyping, you know, the whole like he just he makes the whole thing. And it's funny because I've heard people say when they when they ask him what does Khaled do and and they say you know he just he just he does Khaled and I feel like that's what <laughs> he it does is. Khaled. I feel like that's what DJ Khaled is though. He just comes in and he just. He's just a fun dude to be around, and he's just like, "Yo, man, yeah, fuck it." Hey, nah. I mean, I mean, that's really. I guess that really <laughs> is what he has to do because there, we haven't figured out anything else that he does. So yes, like, it has to be setting you know, the vibe. Like, even even like all these joints, right? He hasn't. He didn't produce any of them. No, nah. I thought. I thought even like his earlier joints. I told pro- you he don't produce. He don't. He don't produce. He don't rap. Like we don't know what DJ Khaled. He's like literally just a DJ. Like he finds the best records to put together to make the mix. It's like he figures out. Okay, this is the beat I'm working with. Who do I think would sound the best on this joint? Like I think you said, he just yeah. gets the vibe of the song. He says, okay, let me put X Y Z X Y Z A B C together, and then he it makes the song. Like he literally just does his fucking DJ and scratching, but with but real are, live yeah, people yeah, on yeah, tracks. Yeah. I, no, you know what? Honestly. Had I not been fucking in Smack City, I probably would have been able to articulate that, but... Hey, I'm glad I was enough in Smack City to figure out the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so we figured out what the... This is our basis for what we think, uh, who and what we think it is that DJ Khaled does. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh, you know, I guess love him or hate him, you know, he's definitely had a, a, a respectable career and a successful career, even as now, which... You could say he's as successful now as he's ever been. Yeah, you know I, I mean? definitely would say. So. Uh, like you, like you said before, he's had like a resurgence in his career. Yeah. He was real hot for his first couple albums, and then he just kind of died off. And everybody thought, okay, maybe that was the end of his run. But honestly, Snapchat brought oh, yeah. him back, Hell yeah. and he got real popular Yo. again. Then he started making music with even bigger stars. So, dog, honestly, dog, I remember when DJ Khaled first got on on uh on Snapchat. Oh, where? Dog, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I was one of the first ones, <laughs> but I do remember being like, at least like in the first like month or two of him getting it. <laughs> and that shit was hilarious, dog, because he didn't know how to use it. Oh, my God. That seems like something that he would do all day, all that joint all day and not know how to do shit. And then I, I'm sure these niggas probably like his his team of, you know, promotion team or whatever was probably like, yo. This shit is fucking hilarious. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> keep doing what you're yeah, doing. Keep doing what you're doing. We cultivating content like shit. Yeah. <laughs> when that nigga hey, got lost in the sea on a motherfucking, uh, what is it? Cause his thing ran out of gas, a little jet ski or some shit. <laughs> 
Hey, hold on. Let, let, let me just play this clip real quick that my friend sent me of DJ Khaled. <laughs> okay. That's fucking hilarious. Go ahead. <laughs> Dog, you see the straight face on his face? This nigga DJ Khaled. But you know what? You know what's funny, right? So huh. he's been talking like this since he got on Snapchat, right? But True. Listening to this album, right? Yeah. I feel like he's kind of been on that wave on that like uh, Yeah, that's that could definitely be seen as him. Like that's just yeah. how he does it. And <clears throat> it's funny because uh you know, for the longest time everybody thought that, that was like a little gimmick that he had. Yeah. But I mean it's, I guess it's really it's just is him. him. Yeah. Yeah, that's and why that's, he does it all the time. Yeah, like, nah, definitely. So like, whether he's in live performance or yeah. live appearance or whatever, whatever, you know what definitely, I'm saying? Definitely. But <clears throat> let's slide back into the to the album. Number two is just a skit, uh, real fast. It's called The Movement, featuring K Fox, who is a radio DJ, I believe, in, in mm. Miami and in, in South Florida. Mm. Um, and it's basically just like a news uh, intro, intro basically saying, you know, we love you, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, blah, blah, mm. blah. And then it kicks into number three, We Taking Over, featuring Akon, T.I., Rick Ross, Fat Joe, Birdman, and Lil Wayne. Now, if you don't remember that song, then... You wasn't you wasn't <laughs> listening to the radio in 2007. Nah, that's period, period. Because honestly, like, this is like... I was probably like a freshman in high school when this song came out. And <laughs> I don't know, it's just like, like, like you were saying with, yeah. uh, with, with the blueprint for you when, oh. you know, when you was in, uh, in college... It's the same shit for me Like in high school Like I just remember this song I remember listening to it And I'd be like Yo like this shit just It was crazy yeah. and, and you know Like I was saying before The whole The Wayne verse That joint Even though it's not even A full 16 I don't think I think Mm-mm. it's No th- it's not Cause him and Birdman Split the verse Yeah so Even then like That little half a verse That he spit Was fucking crazy Yeah at, Especially at the time Because I feel like You know I don't know Like I, I Correct me if I'm wrong y'all But I feel like This is, this is when he first Started rapping in that style which like you know started after Carter 2 okay and um I don't know I just feel like this is the first one that kind of like we've seen him do that in a, especially in a mainstream song so got you got you okay <clears throat> but yeah no I mean what else is there really to say about this song well like, I mean first, <laughs> we are if nah, you don't I mean, know it first of all Akron killed the hook already I mean y'all, y'all listen day. to this song that, that hook is ridiculous oh, I yeah. love that hook yeah me too now honestly and yo, the video for this song is vicious as shit. Yo, honestly, though, yeah, hell yeah, dog. Akon is one of the most, I think, underrated hip hop artists. True, overall, dog. true. Because I don't feel like he gets the credit that he deserves. Because he, well, remember we qualified him as an R and B artist in the last episode. Yeah, but how about? <laughs> but he does work majority with hip hop artists. He doesn't ever work with other singers. Yeah, like, I've never heard. Well, I'm sure he has, but uh, he might have. I don't. I can't sing. I can't state his body of work because I haven't really heard it. So, but you know, to be fair, right? I feel like even though he, uh, yeah, this is gonna sound contradictory because he does have a bunch of hits by himself. Okay, but I feel like like my favorite shit of Akon is when we. Is when he's working with a rapper, you know. What I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Doing, like the hook of a rap. Song. Yeah, no, that I mean, just like what was it? We said Soul Survivor the other time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that is mean as Hell shit. Yeah. 
and he's just got that perfect voice because i don't know his the way his voice is it's not a normal voice but it yeah. can like i feel like it can morph to work with any yeah beat. I, somehow dog <laughs> somehow he just has the perfect voice to and it's funny because I, I remember at first when akon came out it was kind of like the fuck is this dog but eventually you've seen it the the nigga made vicious music so you True. know his, i guess we got used to his voice and yeah it sounded and it, and I think I think actually 2007 was the time that uh, Fat Joe was having his little resurgence. Yeah, because his verse on "We Taking Over" was um, was pretty dope too. Yeah. I'm gonna try and uh, look up when uh, "Make It Rain" came out, because I think that was around the same time. Oh, uh, was it? I think so. That would be that would be a rack of like on fire artists. Exactly. I'm like say, at the same. That's time. why this song was as big as it was. Hey, 2006. There you go. It came and out then, in and then Ti also, I'm sure, I fuck with Ti. Oh no, Ti had um had at least two albums around that time. I Wasn't think that, you, I think King came out in 2005. What you know about that? And uh, yeah, uh, what album is that? No, that's I think that's King. Yeah, that's which King. is 2005. And then right around 2006, 2007, there was an I, one of his other albums came out. I'm gonna figure this shit out because I got my motherfucking album. yeah. This this for Zoom open today. Yeah, hey, 2006. What there you know you about go. that? Hey, my niggas on point today. Hey, dog. So, dog, look at all these fucking, all these niggas was on fire on at the time. Dog. Fire like shit. Like dog. literally the top artists. Yup. So it's just like at at that time, like, what better artist could you put on here? The only artist, honestly, at this time, at this time frame and these years, that was hot as fuck that is not on this that I can think of off the top of my head is Kanye West. Yeah. That's yeah. it. He the only one because yeah. he was the only other joint on here, probably besides him and uh, maybe Lupe Fiasco at the time. But, uh, look, but like Lupe is not going to be on a track like and, this. We already know that. No, but neither, neither is Kanye I feel. at that time. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, I don't know. Because uh, this is some hood shit. This yeah. is all the you know rah rah yeah. shit. So, yeah, not definitely. And uh, it's all it's all the, the typical players. I mean, Birdman, Lil Wayne, Fat Joe, yep. uh, you know, Rick Ross. They the all Ross. got backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So definitely, yeah, I know we taking over. We don't got to say much more about that. Exactly. It speaks for itself. It's a legendary song. I would say it's a staple. Yep. Just in a certain time. Yo. Like, I don't know. It just reminds Yo, me. Yo, if you put it on at any time, everybody's going to get yeah, hyped. Yeah, of course. So it Hell doesn't yeah. even matter. Hell yeah. No, definitely. So number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Number uh, four. My bad. The, the second song, which is actually number four. Yep. Which is Brown Paper Bag. <laughs> Um, which is Dre? I'm guessing he's the one who's singing the hook. Yeah, Dre's singing the hook, and then uh, what? Young Everybody else, Jeezy, um, Jewel Santana, Fat Joe, Rick Ross, and Lil Wayne. Again, uh, Dre. I'm not really quite sure who Dre is. But he's on this run a couple of times. Oh yeah, he's definitely singing hooks on this album. Um, but he, he was like, he was like the unaccredited hook guy that had the, the like the fucking regular ass name like Dre exactly like, <laughs> exactly like if you'd had something else everybody would have remembered who the yeah, fuck he was but they not trying to get this nigga no, no real credit exactly <laughs> but again uh, his name probably isn't even Dre Jeezy Fat Joe Rick Ross yeah. Lil Wayne all hot as fuck at that time oh yeah right hell yeah the only one I can say had legitimately cooled down but then again you may know better than me is Juel Santana cause I don't know if he was still uh, really popping in 2007 nah you know what's funny I feel like this is actually when Dipset was kind of like more like you know Beefing within each other, okay. And like that shit, yeah, pretty much they were on the downfall at the time. Okay, so yeah, now yeah, you're right. That is probably like the only one. That, oh, <laughs> it's all good. Added a joint that uh that wasn't that wasn't hot. You know, yeah. like you said, you got Fat Joe on the joint. Um, and you know, definitely this joint, joint was definitely lit. You know, you now, got I, on the joint. I definitely love the beat on this song. I think the beat is hard as fuck. Even to this day, I think it still goes. Um, 
Now, like I said, Dre is the chorus singer and yeah. uh, Young Jeezy's first verse. Young, I love that shit. Comes hard, dog. Jeezy sets the tone for any fucking song, dog. The little raspy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling I you, love man. it, dog. Yo, honestly, I'm, son, if you don't fuck with Jeezy, dog, I don't know if I could. I respect your taste. You know, music, I though. didn't fuck with Jeezy at first, but what? then like I saw him, I saw him live. And then that's what changed my mind. Once I saw him live, I was like, okay, this man rocks. Like, let me go back and listen to his shit. And then yeah. I was like, okay, you know, upon second review of some stuff, I fucks with it. <laughs> no, 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 but yeah, definitely brown paper bag, all about getting that dirty money. Exactly. So that's, that's what this is about. It's everybody's different ways about how to get it. Yep. Definitely. And it's all, I mean, everybody has good verses. They're all kind of short verses, but at the same time, cause like, I think they kind of do like, uh, they'll do a short verse and then they'll hit the little chorus, brown paper yeah. bag. Yep. And then somebody else will just pick up again yep. real quick. And, and I love songs like that, honestly, yeah, where yeah. you don't have too much of a chorus, yeah. especially when it's a lot of niggas on there. So you don't have to sit through a chorus yep. to hear what motherfuckers that's, gonna no, say. That's true because honestly, I feel like that's how you, Kind of just skip a song <clears throat> yeah. midway through the joint when mm-hmm. you, when you it's been three minutes and there's still five niggas left on the joint exactly because you know, the hook is like a minute long and shit. yes <laughs> ten <Yeah>. minute song <laughs> right <laughs> like you know hey do you remember that song uh one blood yes the one blood remix? yes I love it but the, oh my god the chorus took so long on that joint you right like Duh. shit not even that but the fact that the remix had like fucking it was like sixteen minutes long I don't know if you remember that shit. The remix, yeah. the remix had like. Well, isn't there like four people on the remix? Fuck no, dog. There's like like twenty people on. the Oh remix. Jesus Christ, that's right. It's like the um the Touch It remix with Busta Rhymes. It went from like three people on the on the remix to like eighteen. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> literally. No, nah, no, nah, it's yeah. literally the same shit. But and it's funny because like at the time it was tight because nothing like that. I I, well, I hadn't never seen any shit like that. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. seen some shit like that in years. Yeah, but I feel like now that we have so much shit that we have access to, it's like, yo, why the fuck would you make? An 18 minute song. I mean, I think it's dope if everybody puts down a, if the beat is vicious and everybody puts down good verses, it can, it can be a really good song. Like you could look forward to some shit. Cause there are some of the ones that came out recently that have been long with a bunch of people that are good. Mm. Also ones that come out are trash. So, yeah. you know, just like, and I, I think that really depends on who the artists are. Not saying that like you want to just have more old school artists to give it that flair, but I mean, right. like the new school artists not only have to be good and creative with what they say, but they kind of have a distinctive voice so that you can actually tell who the fuck is rapping. You right. know what I'm saying? Like no, that's, that's, a, that's another thing. I agree. But, uh, yeah, brown paper bag about getting that money. Yes, sir. Uh, it was a pretty good song. Nah, definitely. I fuck with it. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to go to the next one. Uh, I'm so hood. I'm, I'm sure. So this is probably the second most popular joint on here, I would probably say. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, I feel like everybody's heard this fucking song also. Yep. This mm-hmm. is definitely one of them joints. Um, you know, you got uh, my man T Pain on the on the on the, on the hook yep. singing the joint. Another one hot at that point. Definitely, yeah, exactly. Another one. And you know what's funny? Trick Daddy is, is another person I see on his joint. I'm guessing yeah. him being from from Miami. Oh yeah, from Miami. That's all you know. All day since with the connection with yeah. DJ Khaled from South Miami. Now D- Trick would be the one on here, that, which is the falling off one, because he really hadn't done anything since probably like 2003, yeah. 2004. Yeah, I would say that. Um, but he's on a couple of joints on here, and he sounds pretty good on no, them. He so good. Um, I mean, I can't say you know you can't say nothing when Trick is on the track. Yeah. But um, again, this is a uh, uh, Rick Ross and Plies are also on this. Yeah, Pli- yeah Plies, and Plies was, was hot yeah. at this. I think point. he had that song uh, "Shawty" at the time. Yeah, Plies had that, and another up and coming one was um, just because it's it's on my brain is fucking um, Papoose. Papoose? At that time, Papoose was up and coming mm. and was and was starting to really bubble up. But okay. then I don't really know what happened to him because after the Touch It remix, he disappeared, then reappeared with Remy Ma before she <laughs> went to jail. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, I feel like Papoose like, has what? had the most confusing career. I'm telling you, of bro. all time, bro. I'm like, telling you, like, yo, like you was kind of like, like you was a respected rapper, but you just like, like you like a low tier J Electronica. Like, yeah, no, literally, <laughs> that's literally what it is. where the album at. You just be letting fire verses go every now and yeah. then, but there's never an album. You just out in the world doing yeah. your shit. Like, yo, I don't even know. Does, is he an active rapper right now? Or? I, I don't know. I don't think he's been an active rapper since like 2008. Maybe, like <laughs> maybe. I think that's that's generous. Yeah, that is probably generous. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Papoose. Man. Yes, yes. Man, shout out. Fucking vicious, man. Shout out to the whole family, Remy and the new baby. Congratulations. Yeah, yes, sir. All right, so um, let me see who else was on this. So everybody actually had pretty good verses on yeah. this joint. Again, this is just a conversation, and like, this is what it was like when I, when I was in the hood. Blah blah blah. Which is you know interesting, but like after a while, like the chorus on this joint always did get on my nerves. Like I'm not gonna I'm lie. So, uh, mm-hmm. Yo, whoever it sounds like. A bunch of like voices layered over each other, just screaming. I'm so. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, it's, it's like they a- got, it's like they got Lil John and Akon or uh, T Pain to sing it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Yo. just layered the shit. Hey, that's literally what it sounds like. That's funny as shit. And they're both, they're both screaming at the top of it like, I'm so. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> hey yo. Imagine that being like your fucking alarm every morning. Oh my I'm god! So- I'd have been hit that with a motherfucking baseball bat, son. Yo, I'm I would look forward sick, to it. Dog. Oh my goodness! Hey, now all that being said, though, <laughs> at the time this is definitely the fucking joint. Yes, and, for sure. Um, it's a good hype song too. Yeah, so I, I'm not mad at this song. No, nah, I can't fake on this at all. All right, number six is called "Before the Solution," and it features Beanie Siegel and uh, Pooh Bear, and um. This joint is actually vicious. I love the beat yeah. on this joint, and I, you can't go wrong with old Beanie Siegel. Nah, you can't. And you know, I'm, I'm willing to say, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. I don't know the time, right? But I'm willing to say this is probably one of his last verses before his voice got all fucked up. Would you say? Yeah, because he, after he did, well, right before he, well, this was right before he released The Solution, which was his last album. And then after that, at that point, I don't know exactly when, but it was after the solution was when he got oh, shot or okay, whatever, okay. and then that's when so he, he still released. He was at, he released. Uh, the yeah, the solution was him full voice, oh, okay. and it was good too. Right, you know, I, I, I fuck with this joint, and, and this 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 joint he talks about, you know, pretty much what happened with with the rock, and it's funny because like he's been saying this for a long time, like even like if you listen to like, uh. Cause he was on Taxstone a couple, uh, like two times, I think. Yeah. And, uh, I, th- I think it might have been the first one where, uh, you know, the, you know, he asked him about, you know, what happened with, you know, the rock and shit. And he pretty much said the same shit on the song. So. I mean, yeah. He's, I mean, he said it in interviews. He said it in this song. I mean, but hey, I mean, you know, he says nothing that happened. Well, I mean, I've also heard conflicting stories because there was an yeah. album where I think it was Beanie Siegel and Freeway. Like it was an entire diss album at Jay Z. Oh shit! And that was like that's what prompted the line in Monster. Look at these million these niggas I made millionaires milling about spilling their feelings in the air. That's what spawned oh, that line. But right. that was the only thing he ever said about it musically. Right. But it was because they came out with that little diss mixtape thing. Did it really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was just like it wasn't necessary. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, before the solutions, no, nah, it was good. dope. It was dope. He definitely um, had uh, some good bars on there, and it's just so different than everything else that's on this album. Yeah, that really is. It really is. 
No, it definitely is. And uh, number seven, uh, I'm from the ghetto, featuring Game, Jada Kiss, Trick Daddy, and Dre. Of course, Dre is singing the chorus. Yep. Uh, got the little kids singing, I'm from the ghetto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, dog, but I fucking hate any song with any dumbass little kid singing anything, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, that shit is cute for like the first four or five times you hear it. And then on the replay value, you're just like, I don't want to hear these motherfucking kids. Yeah. So it's just like that's that's one of that's one of the hardest things that's always been about this song for me is because I do like what people say on this song. Uh, but the kids grind my nerves. And also, I'm not gonna lie, like, I think Trick Daddy's verse is a little bit complainy bitchy, like, because he's talking about, you know, I wanna talk to my dog, but his number didn't change. He don't live in the same house no more. You'd have forgot about the hood and left us by. I was like, nigga, live your motherfucking life. Like, you waiting for this nigga to come back around? What the fuck? Everybody else talking about how, like, how life was and shit. And how, like, you know, they love being from there and shit. And this nigga's like, damn, dog. And he, fuck. And he just, it's like he gave you a warning. He was like, that's okay, because when your whole shit fucked up, the ghetto still be here. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Not only did you bitch and complain the whole time, but then you put a curse on me right, at the end. Like, right? come on, bro. I, I don't think that, I don't think that's too reassuring, dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> but I mean, overall, the song is good. It's yeah. just, again, that motherfucking f- chorus. Nah, definitely. Um, but I fuck with Jada Kiss's verses, uh, real hard. Yeah. Him, him and the game's verse, honestly. Yo, I think actually they, they definitely will not. I'm trying to figure out which one I like better because they both yeah, hard nah, and shit. They like both... they, they're one and two either yeah, way. Nah, nah, so... definitely, definitely. Um, and, and yeah, this is prime game when he, when, when the game was as prime as well. Yeah. I think he dropped his first album in 2005. Yeah, you're right. Um, Jada Kiss, I'm not sure what album. This might have been like around like. This, I think death. this is after Kiss of Death. Was it after Kiss of Death? I think so. Because I want to say Kiss of Death was 2005. Yeah, no. So, yeah, it probably was. Probably yeah. Was. But, no, and, and, and I mean, but Jada is, a, you know, he's a legend. Yeah, so but I mean, they, both of the, both Game and Jada Kiss are able to point, paint, excuse me, paint immaculate pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just like they tell you what their life was like back then. Yeah. And like you can see yourself in California. If you I mean if you've ever been to Southern California, right. you can see yourself there. You can see all the shit that he's talking about. Yeah. Like it's just ridiculous. Again, if you've ever been in New York, you can see what the fuck Jada Kiss is yeah. talking about. I just wish that Trick would have followed suit and done the same with Miami. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean that that would make that would make the best sense. I'm you know saying. I mean? But hey. nah, but whatever. But I mean that's that's really my that's the only two complaints I have about that song are the chorus with the little kid singing in the background, yeah. and nah, then the um, then Rick's I mean uh, Trick's verse because I just feel like it was unnecessarily like complaining, complaining. <laughs> like what the fuck, dog? Yeah. Come on. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So uh, number eight, hit 'em up featuring Bun B and Paul Wall. Uh, I like the beat on that joint. Yeah, no, it's tough. Um, <laughs> the only thing I will say is it, kind of like a I don't know. I feel like it's a a very 2007 type of beat oh yeah because you, know I mean? you know what i want to say it's 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 another one of those that's not like any of the other ones that's on this it's very it's a very houston centric yeah for that time yeah. frame yeah yeah and I, or just down south down south yeah but definitely more specific towards houston because houston kind of had that sound for a while like if you I, i've listened to like uh Mike Jones, Paul Wall, oh, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. and so like th- that's very much a sound right, on right. this track that they would have in their normal okay, repertoire. So it's kind of a, 
I think it was that's I mean that's I mean it makes the most sense why D like why Bun B and Paul Wall are both on there because they're Houston based rappers. Right, right. It makes so. sense, yeah, no, definitely. And they sound really good on that type of beat. Yeah, no, <laughs> so shout out to DJ Khaled for knowing how you know that hey. makes sense. And I'm not gonna I'm, yo, hard ass chorus. I fuck with the chorus on this joint. Yeah. Um you know, only thing, only negative on this joint, Paul Wall and subject matter. But it's Paul Wall. He be chucking deuces and hey, throwing things. Yo. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's what it be, man. But I mean, like, I really can't complain because I do like the song. Like, it definitely thumps. It's not one that I would skip if it came on in the car. I'd probably turn it up. So, you know what I'm nah, saying? I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, this is definitely a cool little joint. I fuck with it. I definitely fuck with it. I think, like you said, both Paul Wall and Bum B just, they sound good together, on, on the, and especially on this kind of beat. Exactly. So, definitely. All right, uh, number nine, uh, "S on My Chest" featuring Lil Wayne and Birdman. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I don't remember. Was this? Yeah, this had to be a radio hit. Uh, yeah, no, I, because I remember this song everywhere yeah, all the time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This this is a big song. And again, like like we were saying before, this is around the time where Lil Wayne was getting on his little run. Oh yeah, that he got on. Um and this is this is obviously you know one of the songs that came after after yeah. uh, we taken over so. exactly and I, this uh, is again one of my favorite songs on this uh, on this album yeah, reporting from Kim's corner store <laughs> I was like this nigga's stupid as shit yeah nah definitely but um um he also had a uh, baby on the joint as well yeah rapping like he always do it's funny because I feel like at, at that time it's like he was still like he was still like the I don't know, like the he was the, considered one of the one of the greats in like hip hop. He was up there with Puffy and Dre and all them, but like all his money issues, I feel like have just kind of like the, everybody's just like he's falling back off of that, so he's not up in that upper echelon anymore. Yeah, nah, I agree, and 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 I guess you know, obviously with 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 Wayne uh, having the career that he had, especially at this time, yeah. You know, he was gonna try to be in the spotlight as well. So. Oh, of course. You know, again, puffy did puffs, puffy syndrome can't can't be just in the background. Got to be in the forefront too. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But um, but now nah, this this is this is a tough joint. Um, I fuck with uh, Wayne's verse on this joint. Yeah. Uh, babies was so so. I mean, babies was babies. Babies was babies. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He, he said he talk about the same four subjects in the same way. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So baby, you got you got from baby what you get from baby. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna go to number ten, yep. which is a uh, bitch on from Day County, yes. Which uh, obviously features everybody from Day County, yeah, including uh, uh what is it, uh, Trick Daddy, uh, Rick Ross on the joint, yep. Uh, Trina, Flo Rida, Briscoe, who I've never heard of, and C Ride or C Rider. I don't know who either of those last two are, yeah, whatsoever. But you know. <laughs> Apparently they're from Dade County, so they got on the song. <laughs> was it the people? Was it the ones in the background? I was saying, hold on. Who'd you say the the, the other ones were? Uh, Briscoe and Sea Rider. Because I don't have them anywhere on here. Oh, they, they were listed on lines, <laughs> and they were listed on on the internet. But uh, oh, yeah. either way, uh, I still want to say that uh, despite all that, this is probably my favorite track on this album. Like my mm. absolute favorite track, uh, because I love it when people write songs about where they're from. Because it's they it always seems to make them go harder, no matter who it is, where they're from. Like they they rep where they're from because they love yeah. it, and they talk all the good shit. And they and you, you, know, you can't say shit to them in that moment. And if you've seen uh, Trick Daddy on social media or just in general, you know that this nigga loves Miami. Don't oh you? yeah, for sure. This nigga loves he to be from Miami, and I feel like you, you heard it in the song. Yeah. 
Cause his verse, I fuck with his verse on this. Yo, joke. his joke, Trick Daddy, I think had the best verse on this joke. And it's because he loves Miami yeah. so much. Around the way, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I think Trina had a pretty sp- uh quick verse or a uh, good verse, but I mean, a quick, quick but good verse. Niggas can't talk today. God hey, damn, it's, it's the schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> but she started out rhyming, and then she hit the speed joke, and she said, but da da da. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. What she said was pretty dope. She said, I got diamonds in my mouth. I spit them out and go, but that tat tat, so you better watch out. I was like, yeah. okay, Trina, what the yeah, hell? She killed it. She uh, killed Rick it. Ross killed that joint too. Not gonna lie. Um, I think Briscoe was the one who went after Ross and, you know, his joint was okay. Uh, Flo Rida's verse was surprisingly good. Like, I was. Dog. Flo Rida's on his joint? Yeah, dog, I told you. This must he was like- the one that was kind of doing the more singing joint in, uh, it, during the song. I'll point it out to you later, but Florida is definitely on this joint. <laughs> that, that must be like the remix or some shit, dog. No, nah, son. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure okay. It out. <laughs> now, regardless, it's a dope song. Yes. Regardless of which version you have, exactly. <laughs> um, but now it's a dope song, like you said, about being from where they from Dade beat County. Beat is tough, and it, like again, it sounds like. I will say it sounds a little dated as far as the beat goes. Yeah, but it does sound like it's from that time. I would say exactly. And I mean, honestly, this was like the end of the Dade County era because Pitbull was famous, mm, Trick and all right. them were already famous. And right. I think, I think the last big famous person from down there was Khaled. So right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, until uh, Kodak Black Ross. came around. Well, yeah, Kodak. Yeah. Well, Rick Ross was around before Khaled, so technically oh. as a solo act, anyway. But what did you say that Rick Ross be like really exploded after all of this? Probably, yeah. Like as far as like how because his first what his first album came out, I think in '05. Was that when I uh, like push it to the limit? Yeah, okay. I think it was 05. It, I could be wrong. It could be 06. I could be wrong. But either way, uh, dope ass fucking song. No, I agree. Um, number eleven, <clears throat> the originators featuring Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now I thought the beat was pretty dope on this joint. Uh, the bass hits hard as shit. Um, I like and I kind of dislike the chorus at the same time. Uh, but I mean, it's Bone Thugs. Like I was, I have a soft spot for Bone Thugs. I was never really a huge, huge fan of them, but like I do have a soft spot for Bone. So it's always cool to hear him around. Nah, definitely. And uh, I feel like this. And it, man, it broke my heart to see fucking Lazy Bone trying to go back and forth. That's like when that's like when the old nigga tries to play ball with the young niggas and just gets shitted on. <laughs> and feel bad for him, like dog. Like give it, dog. Like. But regardless, this song kind of did foreshadow that 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 Instagram fight, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, it really did. It really did because these niggas really been thinking this forever. Because mm-hmm. if you followed, if you followed Bone Thugs, they've thought, that they've, they've pretty much said this about 3 Six Mafia since like the beginning of yep. the, you know, rap. Exactly. So. So. so pretty much that's, that's more or less what the song's about, about them being the originators. Well, yeah, well, then again, it's pretty on brand for them to do that. So. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, but. Nah, I, I actually, I actually kind of fuck with this song. Um, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real big Bone Thugs fan, so I'm gonna like what they do. So. I feel you. I like it. And then the next one is uh, number twelve, uh, New York, which is Jada Kiss, uh, Ja Rule, and Fat Joe. And no, this is not. I'm from New York. Nope. This is the other New York. Yep. Featuring Jada Kiss, Ja Rule, <laughs> and fucking fat joe the same though. three goddamn niggas on two different songs of the exact same goddamn yo name. i don't know if that's ever happened like i don't that. i don't know that's actually something I, I might have to look that up yeah to well, see that's ever happened again the fact that it's three like not just one and one person and another it's, it's three three of them on the same joint 
twice. What? And both of them are pretty good, actually. Hey, a- I mean, yeah, they both are. Because I mean, honestly, and what's the funniest thing is that, like, well, I think it's the funniest thing because I'm not a Ja Rule fan like that. Yeah. But Ja Rule got the best verse out of everybody on this on this track. You think so? You fuck with that I one? think so. Like, I-, I everybody's got a tight verse, but I think Ja Rule's got the best one. Like, I really do. <laughs> hey, I mean. I guess the fact that this nigga will get on two tracks called New York, you know what I mean? Hey. He, he must love being from New York, so, hey. you know. It brings it out of him. It brings it out of him, so. Now, and that, you know what? He finished, did he end the other track, too? I think he ended the other one, too. And it was his track as well. Yeah. So, God you know, damn. Nigga go. loves me from New York, I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you, dog. Hey, there we go. But now, nah, this one is tough. I think Jadakiss, Jadakiss is, well, I'm, I have a soft spot for Jadakiss because he's, he's, you know, I fuck with the locks and shit. Oh, facts. But, um... But no, I think Jada Kiss killed his joint as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think Jada Kiss pretty much kills whatever you put him on. Oh yeah, no. I no. can't think of too many terrible Jada Kiss verses. Yeah. No. So yeah. And also, let's not forget about Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat Joe also killed it. Again, at this time frame, Fat Joe had his little resurgence. Yeah, like, definitely. well, he had a re re resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what you would call it. Yeah. It's like a couple rappers have those. You know, yeah, I, f- I feel like you got to be lucky as a rapper to do it, and you kind of have to like take your vibe that you're known for and meld it with what's new. And not many people have been able to find that formula to successfully do yeah. it. I feel like Jay Z has been able to do it, Ti has been able to do it, um, Nas has been able to do it to a point, but not as. But I mean, Nas has never always been in the forefront of everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, who's the other one I had in my head? Ah, um, uh, Fat Joe's done it a couple of times. He yeah. did it because he started out in the early '90s. Then he had a resurgence when Pun came back around. Then he kind of fell off for a while, and then he came back with this resurgence. And then he came back with all the way up. Yeah, then he came back with all the way up. So he's managed to do a couple of them. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's not many artists that can do that. Snoop is is one. That's yeah. the who I was thinking of. Snoop has been able to go up no, and down. No, but it, and up and down. I think it's exactly what you said. It's it's the whole you know being able to keep your formula intact, but at the same time, you know, I guess do something with, different. Play with the same rules that are being played with right now, and not you know rules of back then. Exactly. Another perfect example is DJ Premier. Yeah. He's he's used the yeah, kind of samples that he does, yeah, but he yeah. still samples in the same way that he would have before. So it's still similar, even though he's using new samples, you know, or yeah. newer samples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So. <clears throat> All right, well, that is the last official track on the album. Uh, did you want to talk about the two extra ones? Yeah, we did. All right, uh, there's the number thirteen. We taken over remix, which is R. Kelly, T. Pain, Lil Kim, and Young Jeezy. And what are your thoughts on that giant? Uh, honestly, I think Lil Kim's verse is probably the best one on there, just because just the whole package of it was, was tough. You know, yeah. I mean? her delivery was hard. Yep. And uh, like you were saying, this is probably one of her better verses later. True. And actually, this is kind of towards her resurgence, like right before I think right before she went to jail. Oh. Because okay. she had a tough album that came out, and that's the one that got uh, the first female MC to get five mics in the source. Mm, okay. Right before she went to jail, that album. So I mean, kind oh, of damn. it was kind of a resurgence yeah. for her. At that point too Yeah No definitely And you know also um, I don't know It's just kind of funny To hear R. Kelly Like like screaming passionately All over this joint I know R. Kelly doing his best T-Pain in the tra- <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Nah definitely But um I fuck with this joint uh, Honestly And, I, and I, I think I should say Obviously I like the original one better just Yeah Just because of Just because of It's 
place and time and nostalgia everything. and everything. Nostalgia of course, yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna like the, the original one better. Yeah, but that joint was tough though. Yeah. I like this one too. I agree with you. I think Kim probably had the best verse on there. I think Jeezy had a really good verse, yeah, and I think Jeezy Jeezy sounded like he was having fun rhyming on this beat. Yeah, it was like it was something that he really wanted to do, and when he finally got on there, he was like, "All right, let me just go on there and do my shit." Hell just yeah. swagged yeah. out yeah. all over it, dog. Nah, yeah. definitely. And and uh, you know, like we were saying, Jeezy was another one that was in his in his prime at this time. Facts. Um, so definitely, dude, this is this is a tough joint. Yeah, and actually, I think that was another R. Kelly resurgence too in two thousand seven. Cause he be he was up and down for a long oh, time yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah, you know that might have been around like the time uh, I'm a flirt. I think you're right. Let's check it out. Yeah, who whose song is that? I'm a flirt. Hey. Shit, I don't know. I thought that was his. Is it? Alberti. No, it's oh yeah, him and Ti. Yeah, you're right. When was that? 2007. There you God go. <laughs> All right, around the time. Oh my God, is son. They just fucking around with the cosmos, man. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled was like, all right, these are all the hottest motherfuckers in the Literally, game right now. All let me go ahead and just pow, 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 pow. And then let me get my, my South Miami people and yep. bow, bow, bow. So, like, nah, man, he's a little, he's kind of a mastermind. I guess you kind of have to give it up to DJ Khaled. No, I'm telling you, dog. The fact that he was able to just do all that and, you know, just make it happen is yeah. crazy. <laughs> and the last one is uh, Feds Taking Pictures uh, featuring DJ Drama, G- Young Jeezy. Uh, Willie the Kid, Jim Jones, Rick Ross, Young Buck, and T.I. <gasps> Jesus, that's a lot of niggas. Yes, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, typically these days you don't get too many, uh, of these type of songs with these many niggas on it. Uh, and I feel like around that time was like, I think, not too many of them. I think yeah. Swagger Like Us came out. Um, the, the remix was the one that I think that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Niggas on it. So, you know, like, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see those songs. I like them. Like, as long yeah. as they're within reason. And a lot of them, not everybody's got a 16. So they chop up the verses so everybody right. can just kind of swag out real fast. Um, but, um, yeah, I thought this was, this would have been a great final way to end the album. Cause the, the, the beat is hard as shit. Everybody's going in, uh, pretty fucking hard. I even, even though Jim Jones is pretty lazy, I think his joint was pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, hold on, hold on. Let, let me just, let me just double check when Ballin came out. Uh oh. Ballin. It had to be like, was I in school when that happened? It had to be like 2006, 2007. Oh, Ballin. Maybe 2005. That was, let me find 2006. There you go. Jeez, dog. Oh, see, I'm telling you, man. All the pieces. He found all the perfect pieces because, yeah. like I said, everybody at that point was flying, right? Literally. So, no, definitely. That, that, yeah, like, to add it to what you were saying, it was, a, it was a dope song. Like you said, good way to end the joint with a rack of niggas rapping. Yeah. And rapping their ass off in the joint. You know, you got T.I. on there as well who, who did a good job on the joint as well. Exactly. So, I fuck with this joint. And even though I didn't realize this is on the album until today, <laughs> it was tough, though. I fuck with this Hell, joint. yeah. Now, uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, uh, say, what would you give it out of 10? You know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go ahead and get this album an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, I feel like it, just off, alone off of, you know, We Taking Over, I'm So Hood, Brown Paper Bag, yeah. which are all, you know, songs that made it on the radio. Of course. Just alone off of that, you know, I feel like, you know, it having these such major songs, I feel like it's, you know, a big deal. But even then, like some of the, like the deeper cuts in the album, I feel like stood out a lot. Oh yeah. Um, like some of them could have been radio hits. Yeah, not nah, easily, easily, man. Like, and you know, everything from I'm from the ghetto, uh, 
to you know, I'm, bitch, I'm from Day County was another one that probably got played in Day County. Oh, I'm sure. And, I'm sure uh, that was a Day County anthem. I'm sure, yeah. But um, but yeah, nah, and, and just overall, you know, I just feel like DJ Khaled just puts everything together pretty damn good in this album. So yeah, I I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. All right. I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, like I said, I think he's the uh, he was able to spin the records and put them in the right rotations to work well together. Uh, he got beats that well complimented people from different areas, yeah. uh, but he definitely kept it South Miami on this joint hard. I love all the repping on this joint. All, just about every verse on here is pretty dope. I think just everybody who came for this album, like they literally came to play. Wasn't nobody fucking around yep. on this album with some bullshit. So I have to agree with you. It was a really good, really enjoyable album. Again, a nostalgic album for me. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it also an eight out of ten. All right, our normal thing. How do you think it holds up over time? All right, you know I'm gonna be honest. I think the majority of the songs. Especially because of the beats, mm-hmm. I feel like don't hold up too well. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the, a lot of the nostalgia factor in some of these songs, what I, is what I would say would keep somebody listening to some of these songs later on. Gotcha. Um, and it's not to say that the songs suck, but I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like this, a lot of the beats are just kind of outdated. Yeah. On this joint. So, okay. I would say yes and no. Um, more so leaning towards no. Um. But again, I just think that's mainly because of the beats. I got you. Now, I, I definitely agree with you. And uh, I'll, the ones that I'm going to point out the most <laughs> are, uh, first of all, the uh, We Take an Overbeat. Yeah. Like, that's an old-ass beat. Anybody can hear it, even though we all love the song. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, bitch, I'm from Day County. Uh, Hit him Up, the joint with Bun B, uh, yeah. the more Houston-sounding joint. Oh, yeah. Definitely a dated beat. Uh, the I'm from the ghetto, the, all that kid singing shit. That's dated as shit. Yeah. So I would, I agree with you. I don't think all of the beats really, uh, brown paper bag especially, I think wouldn't hold up. So, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I don't think most of this album beat wise would hold up over time, but it's the lyrical content is what really saves it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and I feel like, again, it, it, it wasn't just a, uh, throwing a whole bunch of people on a track. Like it actually made sense most, the majority of the yeah. album. So, uh, and so yeah, so I agree. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this album review of uh, We Taken Over by DJ Khaled featuring everybody in the world that was hot at the time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and pretty just much. about every artist that comes out of South Miami. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think about the album. Y'all have heard what we've had to say. You guys can uh, message us, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. But before we do get up out of here and I go through my normal little spiel, yeah. uh, do you have an album suggestion you'd like to give to the people today? Uh, yes, sir. I'm actually go with, uh, Crazy Bone, Thug on the Line. Hey. If y'all haven't heard that joint, if you're a fucking Bone Thugs fan, do yourself a favor, listen to that joint. Honestly, Crazy Bone is, I think, damn near everybody's favorite Bone Thug member, at least <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he's my favorite Bone Thug member, so definitely solid, uh, solo album. Okay. Uh, I want to say he has Sade on there, Ooh. singing a, a, a hook on there, and he has a couple other features on there that's pretty dope, too. Okay. Um, so that, definitely check that out. All right, cool. And it's a thug on the line. Bad. All right, well, my suggestion is going to be Lace Up by Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, it's his first album. 
I actually think that album is pretty hard. Of course, for a white boy from Detroit, yeah, um, it's definitely it's a bad boy production, but it's got some. It's definitely got a bunch of good cuts on it. Uh, it's probably this is the album that got me into him because my niece wanted me to download it and give it to her. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was like, of course, you know, I got to peep it out first. Right, 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 right. But uh, it was actually a good look. It's a really good album. Uh, it's a really good first effort from an artist, uh, especially like him. He does. He you can see where his lyrical ability is on that joint. Like he's he's actually a really really good rhymer. I, I feel oh, okay. like people underrate. MGK but he actually is really good he's just not a he's more like Eminem in the fact that he's not a populist rapper like he doesn't like to work with a bunch of popular people he's not out to I don't think he's really out to make money he's just out to make dope ass fucking music and the nigga can rap his fucking ass off so fuck it Um, but yeah now Lace Up by MGK go ahead and check that out that was a pretty fucking dope first album so I haven't heard it but MGK he he can rap no for sure Alright, well y'all know y'all can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. You can also find the podcast at Facebook.com slash Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartMedia, Stitcher, and Spreaker for your listening pleasure. And I guess that's about it this time. I think I got everything in one one hit. Hey, hey, proud of my guy. Jay Z out here. <laughs> well, anything you'd like to tell the beautiful people before we get up out of here this man, week? Man, thank you for listening, man, and uh, keep tuning in, man. We gonna keep providing the good shit. Yes, man, yes. Y'all keep listening. We gonna keep in, man. Exactly. Let us know any suggestions y'all have on anything yes, that we do. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm gonna let you go. to do the little spiel at the end because I was gonna <laughs> attempt to do it, but I realized I was too high. All right, I will. Let me see. Then we're gonna we're gonna go from from Dublin over to Hiroshima. Okay, and then we're gonna go to Brisbane. Yeah, and we're gonna slide back on over to ooh, Morocco, and then we'll slide back onto the states. Okay, much love for still Central and South America. We know you love you, but we just didn't go there this week. We love everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll holler at you later. Peace. Peace.